Hey guys, it's Rob. And this week in being awesome, you guys. Um, I was playing with a Transformers Prime albums. I just sputtered. Basically, uh, I'm saying you guys because you guys are awesome. Um, you know, I make this show for you guys. And so far, you guys have responded in mass. Um, and I'm completely flattered by it. You know, it's been... This is episode 9. Um, it's been like two months and a week. I mean, the first episode was a segment for RFC that got made into an episode of a show on its own. You know, being awesome... Is a show on its own. It's not part of Radio Free Cybertron. Radio Free Cybertron has created a. Yes, basically, it's been like, hey, let's make a bunch of shows and make TF Radio Network an actual network. So that's why in your RFC feed for people who use iTunes or whatever, there's a whole bunch of different shows. You know, I know some people seem to think it's all like RFC this, RFC that, and it's like, no, no, it's um, it's the network. <laughs> I think we've pretty much explained that pretty clearly, so not sure why there's confusion there, but eventually people will get it figured out. But you know, it was Brian's whole he actually said when I went back to night shift, hey, would you want to do your own show? And I'm like, no, I'll just make a segment for RFC. And then the second segment I sent in, he was like, Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and make this your show. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so I know an episode or two there were kind of turds because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, but being awesome, you know, it's, it's a show about enjoying Transformers, loving your hobby, having fun, you know, basically taking the whiny turd butts that keep just spreading negativity and collectively flipping them a bird, you know, and it's, so far it's been really, really going well. I've had a great outpouring. I get every week I get several people straight out contacting me saying, hey, I really like what you're doing. You know, I got friends I've had for years, basically just outright all the time. Hey, being awesome is great. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I would really like, for example, uh, last week, James Godier, I hope I said your name, right? Just straight out emailing me up thing saying, you're doing really good. I like this. And I'm like, hey, thanks. Cause I don't, I don't really know how to process it, you know what I mean? I guess I guess I'm just so flattered by it all. You know, my friend Ant at TFU.info, you know, he's like supportive, Dave of course Dave Cunningham, my my brother from another mother, him and I just everyone's really appreciating it and I, I appreciate it. You know a whole lot of people are listening and downloading. A whole lot. And it's really it's really flattering. You know, I haven't gotten any real legitimate complaints. It's all love. So it's like, awesome. And, you know, I just wanted to spend a few minutes at the beginning to thank you guys for that. Because I know the show isn't so great. Like I said, I know the first few episodes were kind of turds. Because it's kind of hard doing one of these. Especially when it's like, just stating. You know what I mean? And I know sometimes I sputter. 
and stumble my words because I talk sometimes faster than my mouth can keep up with. And so I know that's not so great. And, you know, for some reason, you know, like it's only going to happen when it's inconvenient, like type of thing. For some reason, when I start recording, my nose starts running or I can't stop burping or whatever. You know, I make apologies for it on the air. Any, you guys hear that. Um, but it's still like, man, like, <laughs> what's going on? There won't one. <laughs> but everyone has been so great. I think actually one of the first episodes I started dozing off while I was recording because I was after a five month stint working in the daytime. I was my body was getting back used to working overnight. You know, I get up at six AM people, so sometimes when I first start recording this I'm not fully awake. <laughs> so I just like to extend basically for all you guys listening a big heartfelt thank you for supporting uh, being awesome in what I'm doing because you guys are awesome and I'm making a show for you uh, I'm not making a show for people who don't like it and the numbers are showing a lot of people like it so hey thanks a lot and thanks for putting up with me daring to be a human being with faults while I do this um, that being said I'd like to announce you know, I talk about, I use several different Facebook groups for my communication with the fandom. You know, I've been saying for a while now, Facebook groups are the new forums. Because they really are kind of taking over the bulk of the communication. Social networking in general. You know, there's still forums out there and people are, are still definitely using them. And I'm not even trying to take away from that. I'm just saying the majority of us are kind of making the move to social networking. And groups and stuff like that. So... And a lot of podcasts start their own Facebook group. I didn't want it. I wanted to team up with someone basically had the same idea I did. As in, I just really love Transformers. And I don't want a bunch of bull donkey while I'm trying to talk about them. You know, someone else can take their uh, agenda somewhere else. I just realized I didn't have Optimus' shoulders right <laughs> Um, and so one of my favorite groups who I had the most fun talking in, Talk Transformers. I've mentioned them here before. We've partnered. So now Talk Transformers is the official discussion forum for the Being Awesome podcast. So make sure you check them out on Facebook, search Talk Transformers, and enjoy a really fun place to talk about your hobby with very minimal garbage. So, that being said, thank you guys. Um, man, it, it, it's it's nice to wake up and know you're doing something good and people are appreciating it. Because, you know, there's always, there's always someone trying to stop you. It's like when they see you smile, it's the biggest birdie fling, finger you can flip in the eyes of a miserable person. And some people really just need to be flipped off. <laughs> and, you know. So thanks. Uh, but going on to awesomeness, um, BotCon. And, you know, I I spoke about BotCon and TFCon a whole lot earlier. And I tried to not do it so much. Not because I don't want to, because I could talk about TFCon. I think I talk about it for a couple hours straight a day. <laughs> but there's a, there's a dark side. But I just kind of, just to keep it uh, more varied for, you know, my listeners... 
you know, tried to just kind of like let her guys do the talking about it. They they know what's going. They know what's up. Uh, one of the botcon exclusives is something amazing, and that's Oil Master. And the reason it's awesome and amazing is it's just like last year with Scorpionock, they pulled something amazing out of their heinies. Um, you know, going back, Ant pointed this out last week how I kind of rambled on a little bit about the late 90s and being a fan then. Well, being a fan then, photos started surfacing of that Pretender Gorilla shell. And so basically, it's stuff like this that I love when FunPub does with their subscription service, with their free figures. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Have fun sleeping at night with that one. <laughs> um... <laughs> They're doing these things that that speak directly to a fan, and you know, not all fans, of course, but there's a good, a large portion of them are like, "Whoa, really?" When they see stuff like that, basically what they did, they made that pretender gorilla, and they made it using the. Um, I was looking around to see if I had them around. I, I don't have them close by. The Legend Swerve toy repainted to be his robot mode. And then a completely brand new pretender shell to be the uh, gorilla. And that's really cool. That is really cool. First off, because it's like, it's not just a new head like they don't with a lot of figures or a new gun like they did with that ratchet in 05. It's like, so that's, that's like a 50% new toy. You know what I mean? Like a completely a whole new shell. That that's the really amazing. That's the kind of stuff I want them to do because Botcon's a premium thing, and these exclusives are premium products. They're really expensive. I don't want it to be something I'm like. I want to be blown away when I've seen it. And sometimes I see these exclusives. Like a lot of times this year, as cool as they are, I'm like, that needs an extra paint touch or two, you know. And that's not to throw a poo at them. It's to basically say, I, I, that's really nice. But it's a premium product. I wish wish there was just a little extra ump. And then you see oil mesh and he goes, there's all the ump. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's cool. Um, they've done stuff like this before. Like Thrustinator last year. A lot, so a lot of people didn't get it, but a whole freaking lot of people did. You know, it's like, it's one of those, if you don't get it, I'm sorry, you just don't get it. <laughs> um, or they did this one in 08. That was a shattered glass. See, I sputtered when I spoke. I spoke. Someone's gonna lose sleep over that. <laughs> the same people were collect collectively flipping birds too, because you know what? Seriously, guys. But shattered glass um, sideswipe was effectively an unproduced toy. You know, and during the first run of Universe, there's a lot of stuff that we got that we saw in prototypes or stuff getting around passed around. Like you guys know the Toxitron, that was going to be a Universe toy. Well, for those who don't know, there was going to be a repaint of the Armada uh, Wheeljack mode mold, mold. You know, and he looks like he looked like Sideswipe. So much that people were like, "Why does his name just Sideswipe?" Because he played a guy. Swipe from who swiped sides from Autobot to Decepticon to begin with, and they had a 
think it was Deluge or uh, one of the G2 uh, Aqua Roller guys. Um, he was painted up to be one of those guys, and it didn't come out. It didn't happen. And a lot of people, myself included, were like, oh, man. A couple of years ago, like a good four years go by, Shattered Glass happens. Sideswipe is that toy with just a couple more paint applications because the prototype wasn't a finished product. What is that guy's name? The black and green car. I don't think it's Deluge. Um, but they made that. And that's really, really cool. You know, that's the kind of stuff I want from the club. And you can naysay all you want. I mean, they're not, they can't please everybody. I'm like, man, it's expensive this year. But I understand why. It's a premium thing. But when they do stuff like that, it's like, man, good on you guys. You did great. Now, I'm kind of keeping this one a little short, guys. Because, <laughs> in all honesty, I've got a massive headache right now. And I'm not faking a smile. But sometimes it's hard to keep up a smile when you got a migraine. Um, i got some not-so-awesome news about something that's pretty awesome. That's like a tongue twister, ain't it? Oh, oh, there I go, disrespecting. Someone's losing sleep over that. <laughs> um, Creon. Creo, excuse me. Uh, it's come to pass. Now, a lot of people have noticed you can't find uh, product too easily right now in North America. Like Canada or some of the overseas markets, but America itself it's kind of vanished and at JoeCon I remember hearing it mentioned that they were finding new retail partners and in fact see, Hasbro doesn't actually make Creo they own the brand Creo is produced for, the, for them by a company called Oxford Blocks and they swapped over to another company to produce it so somewhere in you know, swapping block companies and finding new retail partners stuff ain't getting stocked because there's not really that much product. So much that one guy, Christian Flores of the Creon Out Loud uh, forum, sent an email saying, hey, where, where can I expect to buy the spring product line, which is the Robots in the Skies based stuff. And they said, that stuff's not being shipped to America in spring. So a lot of people are saying, okay, maybe Creo actually is over. Because it, it, that's the first signs of when something's over, is when the product's not being shipped anymore. And I see that, and I'm like, I'm not surprised. Because, you know, it just kind of, sales were dying down, or going down. And, you know, we weren't seeing as much new product. That's kind of like, the time in the sun's probably over. And as much as I enjoyed Creo, and a lot of people, other people did, a lot of other other people, geez, you know, this is things that happen. Sometimes it doesn't take off like you want it to. Or Creo actually had a pretty good run for a few years. There's other like I liked Construct Bots, but we only got about a year out of it. You know, a lot of people liked it, a whole lot of people didn't. And stuff like construction toys are a win-win for toy companies. In case you haven't noticed, construction toys are doing really well right now. And part of the reason toy companies love that is the engineering cost is way down for them. They reuse a lot of parts because it's a construction toy. You know, a construct bot had like what a few brand new parts and the rest was all the same reuses. You know, Creo is a building block brand. So is Lego. I mean, 
you buy a Lego set, maybe a head mold. Like Rocket Raccoon's a brand new part. Everything else has been used a million times. Um, see, I just froze. <laughs> um, that's like engineering cost is a big thing for these toy companies, so they're able to put these toys out at a lower cost. And luckily, building block toys are not very expensive. Lego is, because Lego uh, retools their molds more often than the other guys. That's why their blocks are always tight, because if it goes down past a certain micrometer, or maybe even smaller measurement, I don't know the name of, they recast the mold. Well, these other block companies let it go for a little bit longer. So, you know, sometimes the blocks are a little loose. But the set also only costs you five bucks. Speaking of only five bucks, while we get this news, a new product shows up for Creo at discount stores. The Cube Series. Or we're calling them the Cube Series. They're essentially little cube-shaped boxes full of Creos and a crayon. Now, these two I found. I found these at Big Lots. Well, I was looking for the uh, new Legion toys, the uh, Cliff Chumper and such. And some have found them. But I remember people talking about them, and I didn't really pay a lot of attention until I saw it in person. And it's really neat to see these sitting on the shelf. It's like this neat little box full of toys. And these I actually already have. The, the Cliff Jumper and Barricade Pack are repacks of the smaller sets that they put out with them. But a little bit less, because those sets were like seven bucks and these are five. Um, and in this these sets you get four creons and a building box to make basically a motorcycle for barricade and a four-wheeler for cliff jumper, and then a little side part, like I think like a crossing brick little sign or whatever. Neat stuff. Uh, the other sets uh, available out there now I haven't found yet are Bumblebee and Megatron. Bumblebee looks like the prime Megatron Creon and he comes with enough parts to make the Bumblebee car, Bumblebee car mode which basically says they use blocks from that pet from one of the larger sets it gave you just enough to make something and the Megatron's similar. It's just enough blocks to make a tank mode. So basically it's the blocks to make a vehicle for the figure to ride on. Um, that screams clearinghouse of overstock, but it also stop, makes you stop and say a lot of those Creons have been popping up at discount stores. So if you're looking for retail partners, and this is a, this is a, a hope that I'm, and that I'm dreaming up right now. Hopefully they go Mark, I think it's Mark 6 or Market 5 that they describe the discount retailers, which are your Discount stores like Family Dollar and Big Lots, but also your drugstore chains like Walgreens and CVS. You know, that area. Hopefully they shoot for that area with these guys, because it would make a whole lot of sense. Um, a block of... A cube full of blocks with a Creon for five bucks is a bargain. And it's got a brand name with the you know, Transformer or G.I. Joe or whatever. That's a brand name. You know, that's 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 better than seeing Best Block with Danny Soldier Boy. Maybe they'll make a whiny wiener butt block set for all the whiny wiener butts to not buy. <laughs> and then tell everyone how something they're also not buying is much better. Wiener butts. At t being awesome, we have a no wiener butt rule. The wiener butts are really cheesed off about it. But they're not actually doing anything about it other than being obnoxious. Um, <laughs> that would make a lot of sense, because I don't think I have to tell anyone, those smaller stores are really upping in presence in retail. I don't, I live in Georgia, as I've said a million times. Family Dollar and Dollar General are 
already a presence here, but they are popping up all over the freaking place. All over the place. Like I said, there's a Walmart every five miles from where I'm at. There's usually two or three of Family Dollar and Dollar Generals in between them. And Walgreens, places like that. Walgreens has been getting a lot of exclusive toy product lately, and I don't have to tell anybody, because you've been in there. That toy aisle is getting a little bit more impressive. I mean, here's the Boba Fett. Uh, audio listeners, I'm holding up the white Boba Fett. They put out at Christmas time as an exclusive to Walgreens. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And I think that all goes into the market changing a bit. Walmart is kind of taking over because, you know, they're the biggest toy company, they're the biggest retailer. But a lot of these companies are like, okay, Walmart doesn't want to carry that. There's other stores that want to. Target still carried Creon until it became a Toys R Us uh, exclusive. And they, pro they probably still will if they get a chance. But these, more, these smaller stores are like, okay, what do you got? Okay, that's cool. That's perfect. Because something like this, that's five bucks, is great for a store like Family Dollar or Walgreens to put there. Because a lot of people do their shopping at those to avoid the massive crowds at your big box stores. Also, a family dollar is probably right next to a neighborhood or some apartments. It's a whole lot easier for someone to just kind of go in and out of a lot of the times. And like I said, toys are really getting expensive. Five dollars, someone could get their kid, you know, the product area, a pretty cool little set of toys. You know, you're not getting a Lego for five bucks. You're get, if you are, you're getting those little vinyl bags. And most people are going to see a bargain. You know, and kids are going to say, oh, wow, Transformers or G.I. Joe. Well, maybe not G.I. Joe. I hope they do. It's a cool toy. I think a lot of people's uh, letting their own politics overshadow their kids. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, cut it out. <laughs> Let your kids grow up to be themselves. I'll get complaints over that, but it's okay. Yeah. Not even read them. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's one of the funniest things in the world to me. <laughs> but, you know, that would be, I think, would be the appropriate place for it. Because stuff keeps getting more and more expensive. And even though the economy's balanced out a bit, we're still not as good as we were 10 years ago. The middle class is like a smaller stretch. You know what I mean? So these discount places are really starting to boom because that's, I think, the one of the heads of Aldi actually said, we're really sorry for the rest of the people, but we do pretty good when times are bad. And it's like, yeah, because you're cheap. And, you know, these places are really thriving right now. So I think that would be a good place for them to go. Because right now, spring product line, you know, new company producing, looking for new retail partners, that screams to me corporate restructuring. And if they decide to cre keep Creo as a viable brand, the discount route is probably the good best way to go. Because Lego's kind of got a monopoly going on at Walmart. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying that and joking. But they, they rule that aisle. Um, so yeah. That's being awesome. Being, on, being awesome is... You, people who are listening are awesome. Being awesome is... Our forums, Talk Transformers. Speak awesome on Talk Transformers. Being awesome is... Oilmaster. 
being awesome is hopefully Creon. Well, Creo's awesome. Hopefully it continues to be awesome and not something that used to be awesome. And I'm Rob. A lot of people tell me I'm awesome. And some people tell me I'm not. I, I'm not a whiny turd, but I don't try to control people. So, hey, thanks for listening. And keep on listening. TFRadio.net is where you can find me. The show posts on Saturday night. The video version is exclusive to Facebook. So if you really want to see my face bobbing around in a webcam, that's where you get to do it. But apparently I make odd face <laughs> facial expressions. So hey, you get to see me look confused sometimes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you could, next time you're buying something off Amazon, go through a link on uh, tfradio.net. It doesn't cost you anything and it helps support the site because, you know, Bryant pays for these servers and it's always and us that like me who has a show he's hosting hey help us keep the lights on <laughs> so to speak it's just basically a, if you'd like to support us we'd really appreciate it if you did if you don't hey no pressure thanks but thanks for listening um and my nose itches now I don't want to hear about that from someone <laughs> dorks <laughs> but thanks for listening and um keep on being uh, Sometimes the name's kind of clunky for me even, but I think the message is there. Later.